Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. Welcome to episode 52. We are so excited to introduce Sonia Mondino. Sonia is a chef and integrative nutrition health coach. Sonia is passionate about helping people create a stronger connection with one's health and wellness in an approachable way. With a background in culinary arts and integrative nutrition, her vision is to support others to nourish, heal, and thrive in their everyday lives. Her passion for cooking started at a young age, growing vegetables with nonno, which is grandpa in Italian, cooking with mom and nonna, grandma. There was always a fascination around food. Every meal she ate, there was love and a story behind it. She further pursued her passion in 2009, attending George Brown College, receiving her diploma in culinary management with honors, which led her to work in some of the top restaurants in the city. In 2016, at the age of 24, Sonia opened her first restaurant, Pray Tell. As an award-winning chef, her passion for food soared, but her mental and physical health did not. While working endless hours, she realized the importance of health, wellness, and time in her daily life. Seeing how being healthy isn't just the food you consume, but your life as a whole, led Sonia to further study another passion of hers, integrative nutrition. As an integrative nutrition health coach, she is able to understand how it is not just the foods you consume, but also the nourishment we get through our surroundings. In Sonia's spare time, she enjoys exploring nature, strength, and conditioning training, outdoor activities, creative arts. She is trying out woodworking, spending time with her family, friends, and her best buddy, Tama her bunny. <laughs> Great big welcome, Sonia. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome, Sonia. It's so great to have you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Let's start with our first question. What you do is so interesting. You are meshing your training as a chef with being an integrative nutrition health coach. Sonia, would you explain to us and our listeners what this is? Hello. <laughs> when it comes to the integrative nutrition, it looks at how to thrive holistically. So whether it's through bioindividuality, so how everyone is different, 
primary food. So that's the food that is off the plate. So that's stuff such as like your home environment, career, relationships, physical activity that you do have in your life and also secondary foods. So the actual food that you nourish yourself with. Um, so it's really seen how you nourish yourself on and off the plate. You can drink all the green juice you want in the world, but if you are not actually nourishing yourself with external things in your life, then it will make some difference, but it's more to just that green juice. Um, so I've shifted gears from working in the restaurant industry towards helping people thrive holistically. So seeing how being healthy isn't just the food you consume, but your life as a whole. And food and health go hand in hand because without one, there isn't the other. There's so many parts to it that can affect one another. So stress can lead to stress eating, but also there's ways to get to the root cause of why that it is happening. And so when it comes to the chef aspect, I'm trying to promote a healthy way of living to thrive affordably while at home. So with the cost of living of things going up, just an approachable way for people to thrive at home. And how there's simple ways in your daily life that you can incorporate and promote energy, help with stress, increase mood, and naturally heal ourselves. That sounds so interesting. To me, you're you're taking in the whole person and looking exactly. at the whole person. I love that. Exactly. And yeah, there's so many ways to mindfully look at situations or deal with stress or deal with what is externally going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Taking it all in a holistic approach, the way we think and eat, that's amazing. And our surroundings do have a lot to do with our wellness. Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> so thank you for that. So I'm going to step back a bit in time and talk about your culinary days. After graduating from George Brown College, with your diploma in culinary management, you opened up your own restaurant called Pray Tell. Now that's a huge accomplishment at such a young age on many fronts. So can you please share with us your challenges and what lessons did opening up your own restaurant teach you? All right, well, <laughs> I don't even know where to start because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to say about it. but. Honestly, I think everything happens for a reason, whether it is good or bad, it happens at that time for a reason. Um, so if I didn't go through the experience that I did at Praytel, I would have never really tuned into my health and focused on my health and wellness, which has got me to where I am today. So I think that even if there was a really difficult point in my life, it did lead me to further exploring health and wellness and getting into this position. One of the main things I learned was just to really believe in myself. So I was really young at the time. I was like 24. I had never been a chef before and I was given the opportunity, but I was like, you know what? Why not give it a try? This is something that I thought at the time that I really wanted to be a chef. It was that whole thought of 
going to culinary school and all you can do is be a chef. So not actually exploring how there can be other ways to go about being in food. So I just kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. Why not see what happens <laughs> and learn from the process? So another thing I've really learned was trusting my gut. So what happened was my partners, they had a bigger percentage in the company and they decided to sell the business to a new owner. And I personally, I have to trust someone to fully be with them. I didn't know who these people were. So I didn't have that trust with them. And in my gut, it was telling me, don't do it. And I knew it was time to move on from that situation. So another thing, as I was saying with my health and wellness, prior to working at uh, Praytel, I was partying a lot. I was drinking. I was going out till nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. and because I was working so many hours, <laughs> I stopped drinking for the time I was there. I still barely, I might have a glass of wine once every couple of months, but really focused on cutting down my alcohol, focused on my work and what I was doing. So even though I was working a lot, it did help me focus on getting out of that party stage. <laughs> and it was like, okay, this is real. I have a responsibility. And it was a lot of in the moment problem solving. So when you're running something, I didn't have someone else to back onto. It was me running the show. So I learned a lot about how to deal with a situation by myself and really problem solve and come up with a solution. And because it was an extensive time that I was was working. It was some days I was going two days in a row with maybe one or two hours of sleep. It was just a nap because I was doing event after an event. And because for me, it was exposure, but I totally broke down and I was burnt out and it really opened my eyes while I was there to my health and wellness. And so I started incorporating it into my daily life. Well, thank you for your story. And you just touched on so many beautiful things like believing in yourself, trusting your intuition, which us as coaches help our clients do, and then realizing that, hey, I can't go on like this. I need to change something up. I need to think of my wellness and my health. That mm -hmm. took such strength and courage. So congratulations. That Thank you. Amazing. Amazing. Thank what you. What an incredible story for, for someone fairly young. Thank you. Realizing, relying on your gut, thinking on your feet. Um, wow. Like Anna Maria said, your strength. And that's incredible. In keeping with the theme of your working as a chef, you are an award-winning chef and would you tell us a little bit about the award you won? Yeah, so there was actually a couple of things that myself and the restaurant that I was at had won some awards for. Within the first couple of months of working at Praytel, 
I was the nominee and winner for the 2017 Now Magazine Best Chef. So I got to do a cooking demonstration at the Restaurant Canada show, which was really cool. <laughs> my nonna was there got, and got to watch me, my whole family. So that was a very big highlight of my career. That was really cool. Um, the restaurant was voted one of Toronto's best snack bar. It was voted the best new brunch and the third best new bar in Toronto for 2016. And I was able to be featured as one of the featured chefs for the 2017 Taste of Toronto. And yeah, I'm going to be honest. It, I was going over my resume a couple of months ago, trying to revise it. And I came across that section. Working in the restaurant industry, you barely have a resume. <laughs> it's just all word of mouth. So I was like, I'm going to touch up on my resume. And I was going over these things. And I was like, honestly, at that time, I couldn't even appreciate what I had done and what I had accomplished. The thing is, I was so exhausted, so burnt out, and just truly unhappy that I couldn't even appreciate something so big as the stuff that I had accomplished there. Wow, that's incredible. And it's hard because I'm going to be honest, once I had left Praytel, it took a lot of time to get over uh, the situation of getting out of the position. Because at that time of leaving, I was pretty much at my high of culinary exposure. I was on the highest that I had ever been. And then it was just nothing. And it was a lot of reflection, processing what actually was going on and understanding that this was part of my process. This is part of my journey in life and just get myself back up and just go with it and go with where life takes me. Wow. Amazing insights. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you. What an inspiration. And you just illustrated how to, okay, this is what happened. What did it teach me? Let me step back. Now, where do I want to go? Exactly. Excellent example. So that's a great segue into how you did make that transition from being a chef into becoming an integrated nutrition health coach. So what led you to that? So viewing my life holistically truly changed my life. Seeing where I could make changes, little ones in my lifestyle, it wasn't until then that I realized how good I felt. So it was my health journey that I am still on. It's continuously growing and continuously <laughs> learning from my journey. It wasn't until I made these changes in my lifestyle that I noticed how good I felt. So I needed a little clarity to slow down in my life, to notice where things were not aligned and where I could shift things. So it wasn't until actually stopping and leaving the restaurant that I realized that I 
know that I want to be there to support others while they are nourishing, healing, and thriving in their lives and seeing what areas that don't align with them anymore. Yes. So you could connect what you love to do and that passion and wanting it to share with others because you know how it affected your life and how it affected your life positively to change your lifestyle. So you want to share that. Exactly. The same. Exactly. Amazing. And you can also relate to your clients as well because exactly. you've been through it and you can say, hey, it's okay. You can get to the other side. Exactly. I love that. In today's society, Sonia, with the cost of living going up, how do we economically live healthy? So this is one of my favorite topics because <laughs> I know how important it is for so many people to save money right now. Health and healthy living, it's constantly thought as something as being expensive, which it definitely can be expensive, but it can be made more accessible. One of my main things is trying to share how to accessibly do it for people. In terms of food, there's so many ways to incorporate healthy eating economically. My favorite thing are flyers. <laughs> My favorite day is the, the day that flyers come out because I love seeing what to buy for the week. So I think flyers is a huge area that you can save money. And not only can you save money from it, it's most of the time things that are in season. So you're also getting most of the nutrients from those specific things. Um, another thing is the reduced food section. So there's usually a area in grocery stores that will have like all the food that's going to spoil or it's just imperfect. It's still great produce. And also they have meat as well. If it's going to go in say three or four days, they'll usually reduce it like 30% or whatever it is. I get honestly, most of my shopping done through the reduced food section for the week. So I go to the reduced food section first and also flyer shopping because <laughs> I think flyer shopping is amazing and also budgeting. So where can you make cuts to your daily lifestyle in order to put some more income towards the food that you're eating and towards your health. So rather than uh, Ubering somewhere, if you don't have to, maybe taking transit or driving or whatever it is, just actually seeing that you're budgeting and seeing where you can put money towards your food and your health. There's also a lot of really great resources online for meditative purposes. I personally use the yoga and meditative stuff that I do is online with yoga by Rebecca. And she is so easy to follow. It's on YouTube and it's great in the morning, 10, 15 minutes. And also there's Headspace and Insight Timer as well. Making little adjustments here and there can drastically make a difference. And another one of the things that I, I think is Free, well, it is free, 
but <laughs> is just being mindful of what is around us can, and seeing the beauty that's in it. So whether it is drinking a cup of tea and just feeling the warmth going through you or seeing a squirrel on a tree or just seeing the sunrise or sunset, it's just taking that little bit of time. It's all free to just really appreciate the beauty that's in it. And it can really bring a moment to joy. I love that. Taking little delights every day. Mm. Even if your life is not as great as you would like it to be, focusing on the little delights will bring our attention to the goodness in the world, the beauty. And that expands our soul, right? That expands us. I love what you said about buying vegetables in season because they're usually cheaper than the off-season ones. And as you mentioned, they're more nutritious. Um, Before I um, ask my next question, it really resonated with me when you're saying taking the beauty around us, like just practicing being in the present moment and gratitude and gratefulness. I had my husband put up a bird feeder on the tree outside my office window, and you can see it from my kitchen as well. Do you know the joy watching those birds? (laughs) It is such joy, and it just calms us right down, and then we'll say, oh my god, look at the cardinal, or look at the sparrow, or whatever it is. So just taking that time living in the present moment and the beauty around us. Exactly. Awesome, awesome. awesome. And my son being a chef and the importance Mm -hmm. of also cooking the vegetables that are in season, as you know, in the fall, he does a lot of fillings based on pumpkins and and porges and all of that because it's Mm -hmm. in season and the taste is at its peak, right? Because exactly grown so that's awesome awesome thank you you're welcome so my next question is stress and we all know that's a hot topic of interest so how do you Sonia incorporate healthy ways to balance stress so everyone is different and even from day to day things have resonated with me some things haven't resonated with me I like to feel how I am at the moment to see what is the best way to deal with my stress so a huge thing is having a morning routine Um, I find that waking up and not going straight to my phone that is the time our brain is absorbing from that time of rest to the time of waking, that's when our brain absorbs the most. So during that time, what I I really enjoy doing is one, I say hi to my bunny, (laughs) because he makes me so happy. So I talk to him, give him a couple of head rubs, drink some lemon water with salt, just because I haven't drank any water throughout my sleep. So around eight hours. So I like to give myself electrolytes to begin before even drinking coffee, depending on the day, whether it is doing breathing techniques or whether it is doing some yin yoga. So just like slower movements, I like to incorporate that in my morning. 
another way that helps deal with stress and has always helped deal with stress has been staying active and movement. I find that it just clears my mind. I'm at that moment doing it and it relieves all the stress that's built up in my body. And even when I was working at Praytel, it was around halfway that I was working there that I really wanted to start focusing on my health, that incorporating just half an hour of movement made the world of a difference. So I started exercising for 45 minutes a day. And that just cleared my mind. That was my me time, my self-reflecting time. And another thing that's helped with balancing stress has been taking the time to actually wind down. So at the end of the day, I love taking a shower because it's just like washing away whatever is held on to me from the day. I like to wash it off of me. Being present with how my day was and reflecting on my day and before going straight to bed, I don't like to carry things onto me when I go to bed and seeing what things don't serve me anymore. <laughs> if something is not serving me, get rid of it. Even if it's something like a top that doesn't serve me, just donate. It. It's something that doesn't resonate with me anymore. Get rid of that clutter. And as I was saying, meditative practices and consuming positive because social media and the news can be really negative. I think it's so important to have restrictions on what you are consuming because that does make a huge difference with your mood, loving your body, loving who you are. And I was saying with breathing, when I, I used to smoke and something that really helped with sm quitting smoking was actually breathing rather than getting Nicorette patches, rather than getting like a vape pen or whatever it was. What I did was just focused on the breathing. When I would breathe, take really deep breaths and it would kind of mimic smoking for me. So rather than going for a cigarette, I would just take five minutes and do some breathing exercises. Wow. Thank you for that. You just touched on so many different things that can help with stress and that morning routine, which I really believe in. And what we tell our clients as well as coaches is to put in that morning routine, get connected with your bodies, the reflection and getting ready of what doesn't serve you and all of that. That was really great advice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, Sonia, I really loved what you said about smoking because actually church has shown that when people smoke and they feel relaxed, it's actually the breathing that relaxes them, not the actual cigarette. Interesting. Because, yeah. Because the actual cigarette, I think, has ingredients that I think increase your heart rate and things like that. So it's the actual taking that puff in and, and breathing it out. That's what's really that's relaxing. So, interesting. so it, it is interesting that you, you discovered that on your own intuitively. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I loved all your other reflections. So, so good. And, and so wise. Thank you. 
as coaches, Sonia, we all emphasize the importance of being aligned with our values. What are your core values and how do you align what you do with them, your core values? So my five core values are growth, truth, well-being, pleasure, and authenticity. So growth, it is allowing for change and constantly learning. It's a journey that you're on and we're constantly growing on our journey. So I think it's really important to embrace the growth process on our journey. For truth, I think it's so important to be true to yourself. If you're not true to who you are, you're not living your life authentically. For well-being, it's the root of being healthy and genuinely caring about the well-being of others. I genuinely care about people thriving and living what they are meant to be doing and how they can feel their best selves seeing what is positively and negatively affecting a person can really change someone's life and pleasure. So many things around us can bring us joy and happiness. They increase your mood, they increase energy, and there's so many things, little things can bring us pleasure. And the thing is, unless we just are mindful of it, it really does make a difference of just kind of opening your eyes of like, oh yeah, that did make me feel really good. And authenticity is really working with who you are because we are different people. What works for one person may not work for another. So there's a lot of fake stuff (laughs) surrounding us. (laughs) Who are you doing this for? Really think of, is this for you or is this for someone else? Ant and I often talk about values and how knowing our values and aligning our values make us happier and more energetic and all of that. Sonia, can you share with us what unique packages that you do offer your clients? So I offer both health coaching as well as cooking and nutrition guidance. The reason why I offer two is some people just want health coaching and some people just want cooking and nutrition guidance. So it just depends on what people are really looking for to better them in their health. So for my health coaching, I do three and six month packages to achieve full body wellness. So seeing what is really nourishing you on and off the plate and supporting you through that process. For the cooking and nutrition guidance, I have one class, three class and six class options. Um, So with that, it's someone's cooking ability and knowledge can impact their relationship with food. So whether it's like how to meal prep effectively or understanding cooking techniques, I want to help 
make healthier food options more accessible for someone's individual lifestyle and promote sustainable lifestyle changes with recipe booklets, tips and tricks personalized to someone's specific lifestyle. And something else that I do is working on workshops as well as doing challenges. So I have a challenge that is starting this Monday, February 13, and it is a 10-day feel-good challenge. It's free, and every day will be a new feel-good challenge for the day. The reason why I'm doing this is just to promote simple ways to incorporate things that may increase your energy, mood, and just make you feel good in your daily routine. That sounds so good. Thank you. <laughs> I may actually contact you about the yeah <laughs> yeah I love it I I think it's just so important because I know that there's sometimes like cooking can be so stressful yeah. and it really doesn't have to be there's so much nutrition in whole foods it doesn't have to take hours and hours and hours to do so I just think it's really important to actually um, take the time to just learn about ways to how can I better my health through cooking and enjoy it while doing it. Wow, that sounds amazing. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And listeners, please make sure to check out Sonia's website, www.soarwithsonia.com. And there's going to be details in our show notes as well. I love your name, Soar with Sonia. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much on behalf of Anna Maria and myself for being on our podcast today and sharing what you do with our audience, your insights, your wisdom. We end all our episodes with a quote. Sonia, will you do us the honor of sharing your favorite quote with us and our listeners? So one of my favorite quotes is by the Dalai Lama. And I think it is something that really resonates with me because you can find happiness if you really take the time to see what really brings you joy. There's beauty surrounding us everywhere and really taking the time to see that beauty and being mindful of what is going on around us can make the world of a difference in your day, in your life, in, in your journey. It is happiness is not something ready-made. It comes from your own actions. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Coach's Nook with me, Anna Maria. And me, Vicenta. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us, please check the show notes on how to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision, trust the process. Until next time.